0: Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Hey guys, it is a rainy old Monday. Not Monday. What am I talking about? It's a rainy old Thursday here. (laughs) the whole week feels off, but it's okay. And I'm in a great mood today. And I just want to talk about I've been tired all week and I fully attribute me being in a great mood. I feel like I've talked about this before, but to letting myself rest earlier on in the week when my body was like, nope, we don't want to be awake. Like we don't want to be moving. We're sore. We are like sore from the gym. You know, we don't feel like doing our work. We don't feel like doing this, blah, blah, blah. I let myself rest. And so I want to take a minute before we get into today's topic to just share something that I've been marinating on all week and it's so valuable. You just have to hear about it. So I have a mentor named Simone Soul. She is a genius. Like she's just, the stuff that comes out of her brain is so amazing. And she posted last week about. Rest. And she said, most people think that rest is like just laying in a hammock in the sun, right? Like it's supposed to just feel so blissful and like carefree and amazing. And she said, rest actually feels like shit. It just feels terrible. And it feels really uncomfortable. And we have all this conditioning about how we as humans are supposed to be like we're supposed to be working all the time and we're only valuable if we're like not lazy and not laying around and blah, 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 right? All of that stuff. We have so much trouble resting. And so we think that we're doing it wrong when we go to rest and it doesn't feel good. And what she said is that it's supposed to not feel good, (laughs) which I don't know about you, but that just blew my mind. Like I had always thought, you know, I'm not, I don't know how to rest because every time I try to rest, it feels bad. And so I just can't do it. But what if you're actually supposed to be feeling really, really bad while you're resting and that's okay. And that's part of the process and letting that come up, letting those emotions come up while you are resting is actually how your body rests and your mind gets the rest that it needs and like replenishes itself. So what I found is that most of us are so distracted and so busy that we literally just do not have time for emotions. That's why so many of us will wait until it's like we have a literal mental breakdown, right? To cry or to process things or we'll wait till we're sick to lay in bed and like actually let these things come up. But we have all these emotions that are negative that need to be processed through and sometimes rest would be the only time where those could have the opportunity to come up. So I noticed this in myself. I was like laying in my bed and trying to go to sleep and I started to feel terrible. Like (laughs) it wasn't even me trying to take a nap. I was just trying to go to bed for the night, which I have trouble doing, probably related to all of this. But I started to just feel super uncomfortable. I started to feel bad. I started to think about things that were like bothering me, you know, like just things like, oh, my God, my kids are going to get older, or like just random things, you know, that were making me like upset. And I just noticed this awful feeling. And I remembered back to that post that I saw Simone talking about where it was like, you're supposed to be feeling like this. And I was like, this is why I cannot rest because every time that this comes up, I think I'm doing it wrong. And then I grab my phone and I go back to just like distracting. Right. So I allowed it and it felt absolutely like it felt terrible, but it it felt good to know that it was supposed to feel terrible. <laughs> I think that is like one of the things that I see my clients do too, is like they feel terrible and then they think that they're doing it wrong or that it's not supposed to feel terrible. And so then they make themselves feel bad about feeling terrible. And so just taking that extra layer off, allowing yourself to know that you're supposed to feel very uncomfortable it's supposed to feel very bad that means you're doing it right that has just been like huge I think that that's such a powerful thing so rested I rested the first half of the week I was kind of tired and now this like today I just woke up and I just feel super motivated and I think I'm just gonna get all these things done that I needed to get done that I wish I had gotten done earlier on in the week right? So that's the little intro for today about rest. All right, let's get into today's topic. If any of you follow my stories or my TikTok, this has been on there today, or this has been on there already, but I just thought this was so good and I had to make it into an actual podcast and go more in depth about it because I see so many people doing it. So let's get into it. So let's just start right where I was in my stories the other day. I was posting because I was making toast. I love toast. I was making myself some toast. And every time I make toast, I think about this breakfast place in my town. I'm going to go in a little bit more detail because when I started sharing this in my stories, I just thought, you know, like, what if somebody, you know, like, what if somebody knows the owner of this breakfast place? I really did not want to put them down. But at the same time, I really wanted to, like, demonstrate just how much the power of you as the owner of your business and your energy has on your sales and your client experience. Okay. So anyways, I'm thinking about this breakfast place. They have amazing toast. And I was not even a toast person until I came here. Like that's how good it is. And it made me love toast and it made me crave toast. And every single time that we're like we have a a sunday morning off or something and we're like what should we do? Should we go to breakfast? I'm always like if I think about the toast, I'm like I have to go there. I have to get that toast. Okay? But there's a big <laughs> but to this. This breakfast place is you can you can also read their Rel- Yelp reviews like a lot of people have noticed the same thing. The owner of the breakfast place is always there. And is always, like, breathing down customers' backs and is always breathing, like, it seems, like, really weird with the servers. And the servers, you can tell, like, they're trying their best to serve you and to do it quickly, like, because they know that he's watching them. Like, he'll be there watching them. And it's so – it just gives you such a weird feeling. And – I think like especially for those of us who are more sensitive to those things, like I don't want to just bring the word empath in because I think the word empath has been a little bit overused, but especially being more sensitive to the energy and just like how the servers must feel when they're being watched like that and when they're being pressured like that, it kind of translates even though it's not supposed to come back down to you as the customer you do end up feeling it and you do end up kind of like being worried too. Like you, you worry about your server. You're like, okay, are they going to be okay? I hope I'm eating fast enough for them. And it's just like, it's just not a good feeling. And so even though the food is really good, even though the place is in a good place and it's like a, it's a nice space and all of that. It's a really cool restaurant. I, just don't go there. Like, I just do not want to go back there. And there have been a couple times where I've craved the toast so much that I've gone back there. <laughs> and every time I'm just like, this is not a good experience. I just don't want to support this way of management and this feeling that you get in the restaurant. So that's the best way I have to describe it, right? Like I said, I don't want to put the restaurant down. It's just that this – the it's such a strong environment <laughs> – that the clients, the customers can literally feel it. And so what blows my mind about this, okay, is that if the restaurant owner was looking at his customers and maybe let's say they were all like me, right? Like they came a couple times and then they were like, no, I just don't want to come back here. And he was looking at his data for the restaurant and he was like, huh, I wonder why people keep coming, but like not coming back. Or I wonder why people keep walking in but not buying, right? Just like you do in your business. If he wasn't careful, he would look at that data and be like they must not like the space. They must think that it's not decorated well enough. Or he might be like they just don't like the food. They think that the food isn't good. We need to get a new chef. Right? We like we need to change our menu. Maybe they don't like the menu. Maybe they don't like the pricing he might make it about all of the external things that are doing just fine for the restaurant they're just fine i don't care about the pricing don't care about the food like the food's amazing don't care about the environment like it's it's already great that is not the reason why i'm not returning right so if he's not careful he's gonna start solving and throwing money and time into all of those other areas. He's going to be like, "Oh, well, people just can't afford it. That's why. They've come once and then they they realize it's just too expensive and they just don't want to come back. They want to go somewhere cheaper. So I need to lower my prices." Or he's going to be like, "Oh, my food is just not good. I need to like I need to change the recipes because obviously if the food was better, then people would just automatically want to come." Do you see where I'm going with this? Because I see so many people in their business going to become a better photographer, for every single problem that comes up, they're like, let me go take a workshop and learn more lighting. (laughs) I'm just not professional enough. I'm not good enough with off-camera flash. I don't have a big enough studio. People don't see me as like some big fancy photographer, so that's why they don't want to work with me. That is literally how 99% of photographers are solving for problems in their sales and their marketing. Now that I'm thinking about this, even like just saying the story again, I'm really like, this is such a good analogy. This is such a good analogy because you are the owner. Okay. And it's not that you are being rude to your clients or your staff And you know what? Maybe this owner that we're talking about, maybe he just literally is worried, so worried about the sales and performance that he wants to pressure, like he pressures himself and then he pressures his employees and then the pressure flies all the way down to the, I I don't want to say flies, but you know, like it like uh, drips all the way down to the customers. So maybe he's not like a bad intention person or a bad person, right? Maybe it's just that he is, Putting so much weight on himself and the performance, and how fast the people get in and out, and the availability of tables that it makes the experience for everybody like a crushing experience. This is what I've been noticing, and my clients so much is like the weight that they are putting on their business is just crushing them. It's just crushing them. It's making it hard for them to do the things that they need to do it's making them it's making it hard for them to show up every day. It's making it very difficult for people to like look into their business and with a neutral with a neutral and calm mindset instead of just judging themselves for all the mistakes that they're making. Like it's just crushing them. And when you think about it, it's like the vessel of clients coming in it's more of something that you have to just be open to. And so when you're being crushed by a heavy weight all the time, you're just not open. So it's almost like those clients are just ready and they're just, you know, they're coming from all areas of the universe, just coming to you, coming to you. And you are just crushing yourself so heavily that they just don't have the space to like come in. They don't have the space to pop in because of that. So I want to just talk more about that. So in this metaphor, I want you to think about you and your brain are like the entire staff of the restaurant. You guys are the owner. You guys are all the workers. You guys are the first person who, you know, like the hostess. I don't know why that why that didn't come to my mind earlier. You're the hostess. You're the chef. You're all of those people. And so what most people are doing is they want their owner their owner is like the main person, right? Who's directing everything. They, in their brain, they are being so hard on themselves and they're like, well, if I just, I don't care how hard I am on myself. I just want to hit my goals, right? So they'll just like be super hard on themselves and then think that that's not going to translate all the way down through all of their staff and back to their customers. Okay. So this is like at the highest level. This is just when you are like, you're not doing it right. You're not doing enough. Oh, you messed up. You're never gonna get this. Like all of those things that you're telling yourself that just make you feel terrible. That just make your your servers like they're not gonna go as fast. They're gonna mess things up. They're gonna mess up the orders because they're having so much pressure to do it correctly. They're having so much pressure to make the money this month and to get it right and to get the clients, and to pay their bills. So we talked about that action piece, which I think where like most of my people are at, they need to hear that the most. They need to remember just because you are like, pushing yourself and doing it privately (laughs) and working yourself too hard and being mean to yourself, you think no one's going to notice, but they do. They literally can feel it, and they just don't buy when they're doing that. And everything's going to feel so much harder. But I want to talk about a couple other areas too, which are like the way that you're thinking about your pricing, the way that you are thinking about your clients. Like imagine the restaurant again. If every time somebody walked in, the owner was like in his head, he was like, "This person like does not have the money to eat here." Imagine the experience for them. <laughs> Versus if he just believed that they wanted to eat there and they were willing, they're going to just pay the prices. So many of you are doing this, like every time that somebody calls you, you've been so used to hearing no and you've been so used to like getting people say it's too expensive that you just tell yourself ahead of time that everybody's going to think it's too expensive so you don't have to be disappointed. And then you treat the customer differently because you've already convinced yourself that they're not going to pay for it. Like you don't treat them like someone that's going to come in and buy with you. What I really want you to take away from this episode is I think people will start to get into mindset and they'll understand that mindset has to do with like a decent amount of their results. And then they'll get distracted again by the shiny object syndrome, like by, oh, maybe I'm just not like marketing in the right place, right? The how, the actions, they'll get back and get distracted by that. And so what I'd like to tell you is just take yourself back to the restaurant. The owner is not going to be able to fix the problem by putting out flyers all around town or switching to TikTok marketing or switching to Instagram. Like that's still not going to fix the problem. And so sometimes it's just more, it's easier to see exactly like how you know, a different action strategy would work. It feels like it's more, you know, realistic to change your actions, but you're going to end up changing a bunch of things and having to redo a bunch of things that you actually just didn't have to do. It was actually just coming from your energy and your mindset. So 99% of the photographers that I know that I follow and that come to me are 100% ready to charge thousands of dollars. Their work is great, phenomenal, phenomenal. Because a lot of people put a lot of work into becoming good photographers. What they forget to do is the work of this, the work of their energy and their mindset around what they're selling so that they think it's just like the best thing ever and that everybody wants it and that it's such a good deal and that it's a no-brainer and people are going to get so much out of it. And that's something that you don't just get to have happen to you. Like, you're not just going to wake up one day and be like, wow, I'm the best photographer in the world, so people should pay me. I actually used to think that, and it didn't work. (laughs) I was like a, I had a big ego about my work. I mean, not big ego, but you know what I mean? I was just like pretty confident in my work. I was like, this is great. Why aren't people not paying me? You know why? It's because I didn't believe that anybody wanted it. That was the main problem. It wasn't my work. It's never about your work. It's never about the freaking toast, okay? It's not that the toast isn't amazing and that I don't crave the toast and wish that I could go back to that restaurant. It's that it just doesn't feel opening, open and welcoming and inviting when the people that manage the business are in that place. One last thing I want to leave you with if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my God, it's my mindset. I'm seeing it. I have all these beliefs. I'm so far behind. I need to do all this work. Welcome to business. (laughs) All of us have to do this work at every single level. And you're actually ahead of most people in business just by knowing that this is the work. Like I said, most people are solving for the problems that are the wrong problems in their business, right? They're like solving for all those external things that they think are going to make people just say yes and come back and all of that. So you're actually ahead of the game once you realize it's your mindset. And what I want you to do is not be in such a rush to like get rid of all of that negative energy that we talked about, but more to process it. Because when you're trying to get rid of it, you actually resist it and you don't process it. And so something I've been working on a lot with my clients is just allowing emotions to come through, allowing it to be shitty, allowing it to be negative, and just really looking at it. From that and seeing all your attachments, right? Like all of your, oh, I want to hit my goals. I want to be hundred K, like all those things and letting that be there. And then once that's kind of what had a chance to process, then you bring yourself back to the service side. You just always bring yourself back to the service side, what your clients are getting, why they want it, building your belief that people really, really want this and that they're getting so much value out of it and selling yourself on that. So it's not really so much a problem, like your energy isn't a problem if you have these beliefs, but you do have to be willing to sit with them and process them and not judge yourself for having them. Okay, so that's the last thing I want to leave you with. You are definitely not any different than 99% of the people that I talk to. (laughs) Okay, so that's it and yeah i love this one i love this analogy please send this to your friends because i think it's just this episode will be so helpful for people and catch yourself when you're trying to solve for the wrong things it's always going back to your energy all right i'll talk to you next week if you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, money, mindset, and marketing for photographers. We'll see you in there.